Hello, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, back once again. If it's Friday, it's time for Jay Devlin. Say hello to the people, Jay Devlin. Uh, good morning, brother. It's 9 o'clock uh, Pacific Coast, Pacific Standard Time. I'm awake, thanks to the group chat. Uh, <laughs> going down. <laughs> apparently, Wonder Woman, as you're going to tell us, is the greatest movie ever because there was about 9,000 texts on the group chat that woke me up. So <laughs> well, I, I, would, I might as well ahead. join the party and talk some movies this morning. Well, let's talk Wonder Woman real quick because I did see it. It was the official Cinema Draft post-lock movie of the week. <sighs> okay, so it, this is the movie I've been waiting for all year, all summer. I'm very excited about it. And the thing about Wonder Woman is that, and this may surprise you, but I gave, I gave it three reels. It's Close to a four, but it's not a perfect movie, but it is a highly entertaining movie. And my God, I mean, you know, I'm going to just abandon any kind of cool I have, whatever. And if you ever hear this, I am pledging my undying devotion to you, Gal Gadot. She is distractingly beautiful. She is disturbingly hot. I mean, we're approaching like Sanaa Lathan, Neil Long, Priyanka Chopra levels you know, of you know, attractiveness. Monet? Oh, you know, I was thinking Janelle Monet last night too, and I was thinking about talking about Gal Gadot. I was thinking, all right, Jay will appreciate Janelle Monet. Damn it, you beat me to it. Janelle Monet levels of hotness. You're absolutely right. She is. She's a distraction. I mean, she and look, and she and she's and she's a solid actor too. Like she does a good job in this film. She, her character is filled with all sorts of wonder, naivete, but yet inner strength and fierceness. I like. I dig it. But my God, I mean, you cannot take your eyes off. I, I really felt like I was watching Quantico the first season. The only way I got through the first season of Quantico was because I just kept staring at. Karanka Chopra and her and her gorgeous eyes, and I feel the same way with, with Wonder <laughs> Woman. It's like I, I couldn't, I could, you cannot stop watching her. The film welcome, itself. Welcome is to knowledge. the porn pod. <laughs> I'm sorry, no cool. I lost it's all my cool porn pod. I mean, Sonal Lathan might have some competition. To me, Sonal Lathan is like, is like damn near like genetic perfection. But Gal Gadot is so charming. It's so gorgeous. It's so fierce in this movie. I mean, you know, it's 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 no secret why why she's Wonder Woman. I get it. But man, I mean, and the only thing is, this movie's fun. Some of the action sequences were really good. A lot of athleticism. Robin Wright, a.k.a., you know, uh, Claire Underwood, you know, surprisingly agile and fit at, you know, her her uh, age and everything and all this stuff is like going down is it's cool i just felt like the love story felt a little bit forced a little bit tacked on but otherwise i really enjoyed it 3d d box i highly recommend the d box because i mean when they're fighting on the beach and stuff like you know amazon swinging through you know swinging on ropes shooting three arrows at a time and shit it was it was, it was like that it was good so i enjoyed it and just even as a piece of as a piece of, of uh, I guess you'd say, social pop culture, I'm glad it exists because, I mean, you know, we do need more, uh, more, you know, solid, you know, uh, female hero, I mean, heroine movies, whatever. And actually, that's a nice segue to kind of bring up my uh, pod next week should be with my special guest, Robin Smith from Hollywood. Uh, we, I think we'll be doing our top five heroine movies. So I'm, I, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. It will most likely make the list, but you know, it, it's not a perfect movie, but I highly enjoyed myself. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out, man. I'm a big Chris Pine fan too. I think, like, I've never really yeah, good. not enjoyed him in a movie, even the, the the shitty last Jack Ryan movie that was almost unwatchable. <laughs> he was he was pretty decent in it. That was uh, kind of bad, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. But I, there's no way a Chris Pine, Kevin Costner, and uh, uh, smoking hot chick from Love Actually, Keira Knightley. There's no way oh, yeah. that movie should ever be bad. 
but it right. wasn't great. But Chris Pine was good. I'm excited to see it. Big Linda well, Carter fan. Shout out to Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman. Yes, Linda Carter. And, and honestly, I mean, if, if someone was going to inherit her lasso of truth, I mean, you know, it, it, it's Gal Gadot. She, she, she's got it all. And, and, was and Linda actually, Carter in the movie at all? Did they, like, give her a role, like a small role to pay homage that, to her or no? I don't – I didn't see it, but I saw her mentioned in, like, the thank you part at the end. And, oh, and by the way, don't oh, wait for the end. There's no, like, post-trailer sequence. I waited. It's not there. Um, and that's my big thing with these remakes. And I, I've talked about it before. Like, you have yeah, to pay so. respect to the original, which is yes. why, like, that the, the worst Karate Kid movie with, with that little idiot Jalen Smith. Oh, uh, I like that had, movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> How do you not put Ralph Macchio in there somewhere? I heard Ralph they, Macchio didn't have, didn't want anything to do with it. That's what I thought. I, it, I, I, I believe it because it's Jalen Smith. I, I, there's few people on this planet I despise more than Jalen Smith, whatever his name Jayden, is. Jaden Smith, yeah. Jaden, whatever. I'm Jalen Rose, I love you. Jaden Smith, <laughs> I don't love you. Anyway, <laughs> Carter, big ups. Yeah, Linda Carter was, was real. I remember watching that joint like on, on TV that growing up. So, yeah. Okay, so, yes, yeah, so that, that's our, our, our Wonder Woman pod. Now let's get to our strategy pod. <laughs> let's get to our call sheet review, the feature presentation. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see what some of these uh, – what, what, what some of these strategies will be. I, you know, as, as usual, I worked my way up from the background talent, kind of figured out as it went along. I had a strategy I thought I fell in love with, which I kind of uh, uh, advertised or I kind of uh, promoted on the on the pod during the week, but I kind of went away from it. So Can I, can I ask you a question? So sure. your strategy, you start at the background talent and work your way up. You obviously yes. play this game every week. You play yes. every tournament. Yes. How often would you say your best call sheets are your first gut reaction? Now, see, you're setting me up because we already know I'm like king of the background talent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Maybe I've won the feature presentation. Maybe, you know, I can maybe count on one hand or barely two hands. But yeah, like on the lower tournaments, like sometimes, like your gut, you know, like Olivia Pope, you got to, you know, you got to trust your gut. I trust my gut. But on this one, though, I mean, it's not like I didn't have a strategy. Like, I was really all in on, on Three Idiotas. I started that way. But by the time I got to the, bet, to the feature presentation, I, I kind of went a different way. And let me explain the rationale. Because the more I think about, because first of all, fitting in all the idiotas was going to be a challenge because they were priced fairly aggressively for platform release. They're on 349 screens. Uh, your two headliners are at 8,000 and, and 7,600. And the average is about 7,300. So if you're doing like a, uh, I mean, you could do an eight pack. I think I did, I think I did a max stack or something close to it on the background talent. But then you're really, you really have to come through with three idiotas. Now, mm -hmm. I, we had heard in the group chat this morning, Morning. It was rumored that it was projected at two million, which would of course be phenomenal, and then we'd all be looking like some idiots. But anything less than that, if it, if it's like you know, if it's I'm th I'm thinking he's going to do about maybe one point two to one point three or four. And so once I figured that in into the equation, I'm like, all right, well maybe I can get away. Maybe I can go with a Captain Underpants headliner. Maybe I can go with a Wonder. Well, I, everyone's going to do Wonder Woman headliner. And that's just you know, that's just the cost of business week. It's going to do 100 million, you know, at the box office. Did 11 million last night, which is bananas. Look at it, 11 million in previews last night. That's bananas. But um, but when it comes to uh, but with the with the rest of your call sheet, I mean, now these two, this is a heavy stars and scrub strategy. You're not left with a ton. Left over about maybe you know forty nine fifty thousand ish left over, so you have to be kind of judicious with it. But I did do a headliner stack of three idiotas. I did do a four pack of Paris can can. Oh no, I did a six pack and five pack of Paris can wait. 
Um, we include the headliner stack of Diane Lane and Alec Baldwin. And then uh, it's kind of punted my limited release. It's it's a bit of a dumpster fire this week. I just did. I just went with uh, Joan Cusack, a non-headliner from Snatch. What do you think of this call sheet, did, Jade Evelyn? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Paris Can Wait movie, I mean, like you said, you, you, you kind of had to go Wonder Woman and then Captain Underpants, but, uh, you know, if Three Idiotas does do two million, it, yeah. the more of those you have, the better. I tried to get a full stack, but I couldn't fade Captain Underpants. It okay, so like a fu- it's just a funny movie, you know, it's going to do it's gonna movie. really Family well. Yeah. What's that? It's, it's, it's like a family-ish type. It's like animated. Yeah. There's no real... There's no real like family movie that's been released in the last few weeks, so it should have that. It's like awesome. family movies crushing this game. I mean, everybody goes to see family movies, uh, so it was hard to fade that movie. I I don't really know what Paris Can Wait's going to do. This looks like a top five call sheet, maybe fifth, sixth. Okay, so so the, now this now this call sheet we have up right now is your call sheet, and um and yeah, you've got the four pack of Paris Can Wait. Uh, in the the Wonder Woman Captain Underpants uh, uh, duo, and of course the two the, che- the two cheaper headliners Chris Pine and Kevin Hart, and mm-hmm. then the Wedding Plan headline from that, which is which is pretty smart. And this and I I like this play right here, Jay Devlin, Dan Stevens headline from Beauty and the Beast. It's it's pretty much I mean like I say it's a, it's a bit of a wasteland in limited release this week. I mean as far as movies are going to qualify, you're probably going to have Snatch is going to be the biggest release in limited at 1600 screens and it mm-hmm. might actually do like i don't know one or two million but at one point per five hundred thousand, i mean you're, you're most likely punting if you're gonna punt you might as well get a headliner if you can afford it so this is not a bad look yeah you know i mean you're not gonna do like limited is not gonna make or break you this week yeah. it's not gonna be like fuck i wish i had that limited release yeah <laughs> like Latin really, lover weeks ago i mean limited release was definitely probably the last movie everybody picked this week mm. um but yeah, I mean, you and I have very similar strategies, obviously. Uh, and just, I just wanted to get the wedding plan in there just to differentiate and, you know, get well, a little taste of the movie. Too. Yeah, yeah it's it cheap. And also, it's, sca- it's scaling it's scaling nicely. So if you just look at one thing I'm, I'm always you know, keen to look at when I'm doing my call sheets, I'm very keen to look at the uh, at the per screen average because you can kind of work backwards from there sometimes. So like for mm-hmm. example, with Paris can wait is only on seventy screens. We know it's expanded to about one hundred and fifty or something this week, and yeah. sixty one hundred per screen is it, it's a lot, you know. And as the as it expands, you they generally get below. So even if you figure, bit. yeah, even if you figure like five thousand per screen at one hundred fifty screens, you're looking at seven hundred fifty thousand, which is you know. You know, that's like 10 points for a headliner. So that's kind of how I like to work backwards with my call sheet sometimes. I'm trying to project mentally, points-wise, performance-wise, what these films will do. I, I look at the per-screen average. I shave a little bit off you because, know, you know, movies tend to drop off uh, box house week to week, even if they stay in the same amount of theaters. So it's, you know, yeah, you, that's, that's that's a tactic you guys might want to look, look into to doing that might not have been mentioned in the basic strategy guide. There's also a really good tool in the theater counts on uh, Box Office Mojo. Yes. Where not only does it like give you the box office counts, but then you can click on the movie, and it's got like the whole history of the movie, and then it's got comparable movies too. Oh, good to point. Give, yeah. To give you an idea, so if, especially if it's a foreign film, it, it gives you an idea of what foreign films from that country generally do in America. Oh, wow. So like with the with uh, three idiotas, you know, Un Padre Bravo was a movie that was on a lot of call sheets for a lot of weeks. I was wondering where you pulled that out. You pulled that out of the group chat out of your ass, like Un Padre Bravo. What do you what do you know about that yeah. movie? Three yeah, idiotas. I mean, we obviously we similar movies. We obviously don't know a lot. Nobody really knows a lot about these movies except Ringballs for some reason because he's a savant. 
But, yes. you know, it, it gives you an idea if you've played the game for a couple months of, like, where it's going to track compared to other movies. Because you figure it's going to be the same audience. Yeah, look at this average opening for, for similar uh, movies in this category. It's like yeah, 1.6 million. Was, an, was another big movie that was on a lot of call sheets for, for a little bit. So, yeah. you know, th- this movie is going to be the big sleeper. If, if it crushes whoever had three or four of those things in there somehow, is going to do fantastic. Yeah, wow. You know, I mean, I, I love when, when you know, players show me new levels you know, to this game. I was complaining in the group chat today about how, why does ring balls get better intel than I do? And, and then here you bring more value, more value to this game, J-Devil. <laughs> Keep diving into Box Office Mojo like only you can, damn it. Great stuff. There's, Great a, lot stuff. Of, there's a lot of shit to click on Box Office Mojo. Just know that. <laughs> And is your foot still elevated? Or are you still sitting around clicking on shit? <laughs> no, I'm back, I'm back playing sports. Life is good. Hey. I have tennis in about an hour. We just got into the, the basketball tournament on ESPN. So I want to thank everybody. Excellent. I know I hit up the, the Cinema Draft uh, chat room and got all those guys to vote. So I appreciate all the votes. Hey, do what we'll, you got to do. You know, we'll see you in Vegas in July, Ed. You'll be out there watching the game, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so let's check, check out Ring Balls, you know, speak of the devil. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Full stack. Max stack three idiotas with the headliners and six other non-headliners. It's the most you can do in this game, plus Chris Pine from Wonder Woman, plus Beauty and the Beast. He's all in. Oh, that's, I, see, I, I told him on the chat today, I, I'm actually rooting for him to beat everybody this week. I love this strategy. I, I say it every week. If you believe in a movie, just max stack it. Go all in on your own strategy. It's the best way to win a tournament. You know, if you're just trying to cash, you can nibble here, there, and everywhere else. But if you're trying to win something, you got to go ball very. You see, what I did there? <laughs> see what I did there, Ed? You yes. Balls, deep. balls 22 deep. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so let's take a look. <laughs> Sorry. The porn pod, Ed. This is the porn <laughs> yes, pod. this is the porn pod. Uh, Gamble24x7, our boy. Perennial haunt in the top oh, five. Interesting. Interesting. No, okay. Three, totally faded three idiotas. Okay, so he's got he's got uh, Chris Pond from Wonder Woman, a three-pack of How to Be a Latin Lover, which should be interesting only because it didn't do that much last weekend. I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be in platform again, only on 277 screens. This will be interesting. This, this is his make or break for his call sheet. I don't really see how to be a lot lover doing much this weekend, but we could be wrong. We could be wrong. Uh, Paris can wait headliner stack, uh, wedding plan headliner stack and Goldie Hawn from snatched, which uh, I mean, like I said, uh, limited is a wasteland, but if the most the highest performing limited movie is probably going to be snatched just for a sheer amount of screen. So that's actually a pretty uh, smart pickup right here. I'm maybe you have some intel that we don't. How to be a Latin lover? It's Ed, Ed stop minc- mincing words. What do you really think of that call sheet? <laughs> no, but he's such a good player. I, mean, I can't. I, I mean, hey, he, bro, everybody has an off day. LeBron lost by 25 last night in the finals. Yeah, and, he played know, his ass off though. <laughs> Ed, you think this? You think this call sheet sucks? Just say it. Come on. No, 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 no. You think this call sheet sucks. I think well, this call sheet is I, I, am, I am quick to criticize. I mean, that's part of the podcast. As, as Kiana as would, would acknowledge, yes. Yeah, I'm, but I'm also quick to praise. So, you know, it, it works both ways. I think this has a three-actor hole in the middle. It's got a challenge of how to be a Latin lover. I could be wrong. I'm often wrong. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm still pulling for you, uh, g- uh gamble 24 seven. You're, yeah, you're the boy. You're like I said, he's one of the best players, but th- this just looks like a misstep. 
It looks like you yeah. just completely missed three idiotas. Yeah, happens have, have the best of us. Uh, what's another call she we can take away? You know what? We're going to do movie star. She's only played once or twice before. Actually, the first time she played, she actually cashed. Uh, so I'm interested to see what she's got. Okay, so she's not going to win. <laughs> Your voice <laughs> I love, love it. you, Karen. <laughs> love you, Karen. KB. Um, yeah, she's not going to win. Um, so <laughs> it's lacking any Wonder Woman, and that's just—I mean, you just can't—you just can't fade Wonder Woman. It's funny because I remember um, maybe midway uh, in this game's development, people were asking, "Why do you even put some of these movies on here? No one's going to pick this movie." Oh no, people pick these movies. You know, it may not be what you would do, but just like with DFS, you know, there's some unconventional wisdom or non-wisdom, just being unconventional. And yeah, this is not going to win. It's got three Bay Watches. It's got it's got an Alien Covenant um, not, non-headliner stack. She used up all her money somehow. That that's good. But yeah, uh, Karen, we'll talk. I'm I, we're trying to get her locked down for a podcast a couple weeks. Um, and we'll we might have to do a call sheet together in real time. This this is an abortion. This is terrible. Love you, Karen. This is bad. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, but yeah, so you know, welcome back to the game. Have a good time. Learn some more about the game. Check out the strategy guide. Join the group chat. Do what you got to do. But that's not going to win. Let's take a look at the draft, Mom. Hey, Mom. Claudette Jackson. See what she's got cooking this week. All right, well done, Mom. Paid a little bit extra for Wonder Woman, but she's in there. Uh, Captain Underpants. Okay, that's good. Like that's it. That's solid. Now, Churchill is a bit of a wild card. Now, I personally am scurred because I and – and I went – this is another case where I went to the distributor site. I counted up the, the screens, right, and I stopped after about 150. So I'm like, okay, this is a fairly wide-ish platform release. But it did not show up at all uh, Thursday afternoon on Box House Mojo's theater count site. So I'm concerned. Either we've got bad intel or they didn't get enough intel. I don't see Churchill anywhere on this. So it's it's a, it's a bit of a wild card. I decided early on I was not going to fuck with it. So um, so if if Churchill does some business and it's at theaters and I mean I, I think hope, it's in theaters in Vegas. I mean I hope Churchill does fifty million just so Draft Mom wins. <laughs> she doesn't know why you love her, but she's glad that you do. <laughs> so I mean Churchill Showtimes. I mean because I I did a simple look up and it was like out here yeah. Look, it's at South Point. It's it's around. It is around. I don't understand how the uh, missed box house Mojo's theater count, whatever. So it's out there. It's gone about 150, 200 screens, whatever. So more power to it. She's also got a three pack of Norman, which might be a little bit past its sell by date. Um, headliner stack of Boss Baby and Fade the Furious. It, Mom's probably only big error is that she leaned too heavily on limited. Well, she had a couple errors. I mean, Norman is is probably. Uh, most likely peaked, and although she might have done this to save salary, I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, the, 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 you're not going to win getting three limited releases this week, most likely. But otherwise, a pretty solid call sheet. It's an unpredictable call sheet. We'll see what Churchill does. Okay, so let's see what else do we got, and we'll take, let's take a look at one other one. You know what? Dealer's choice. What do you, who's whose call sheet do you want to see? Michael Volante, excellent, smartash. Dealer's choice. Who do you want to see? Let's look at, uh, is the Roan in there anywhere? Yes, he is. The Roan. Our, uh, our, yeah, I guess he's, he's our, our player, our meet the player of the week. And he's got, you know, Wonder Woman, Captain Underpants. All right, I'm glad to see we're all oh. similar mind. This is, this is a very similar call sheet. I like this call sheet. This yeah. is good. Because <laughs> it looks like ours, right? He's got the headliner stack with three of the Yeah, a little, a little bit though. But I like that he's got he's got a lot of headliners. 
Paris and, can wait. You know, if the wedding plan does do well, you know, I'd wedding rather plan. have a headliner from wedding plan than than an extra non-headliner from uh, Paris can wait or whatever that fuck that movie's called. Yeah, wedding plans got potential because check it out. Last weekend, why can't I find this? Last last weekend, wedding plan did about thirty two hundred per screen. It's 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 fanning out a little bit more. It's on how many screens is it on? It's on one hundred twenty three screens. <clears throat> so if you figure twenty five hundred per screen times one hundred twenty three, that can get you about you know about three or four fancy points. So it's, it's not bad. And also for, for the price too. And I, I think I sent you this text last night as I was trying to figure out our call sheets. I was like, you know, there might be hidden value in the wedding planner. And what, well, I could call it the wedding planner. Probably because I love the wedding planner, that Matthew McConaughey, J-Lo movie. That's J-Lo. a cool, I'm sorry. It's, it's cheesy, it's, but it's classic. That is, I love that movie. That, that's so Can, joyful. Is Catherine Heigl in that too? Oh man, was she? I don't think that, so. No, no, it's not. Kath, pardon me, it's not. It's uh, Bridget Wilson Sampras. Yes, Pete Sampras's uh, wife is the girl that McConaughey is going to marry. And that's so J- right. J Lo swoops right. in. Yes, J Lo. Yeah, that's it's such a charming movie. Wedding Planner. But yes, the Wedding Plan, our Israeli film. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of the cheaper on the on the board. You're saving salary. You get get you a headliner bonus. So that three hundred thousand projected can probably get you, you know, six or seven points. So that's not bad. I mean, I mean, getting six or seven points out of a fifty four hundred dollar actor is is pretty good. So this is a very solid call sheet. I predict a return to the top five. Unless yeah, everyone no, stack three Yodas. Yeah, yeah unless, everyone, unless everyone who's stacked three idiotas, and I'm not sure if there are more people out there. I think Michael Volante might have stacked three three idiotas too. I mean, but you otherwise, could, you couldn't get three like three of the three idiotas and Wonder Woman and Captain Underpants. You couldn't do that. I don't think it was math, mathematically possible. No, oh, okay, because Lord knows I tried and I kept yeah. moving up. I didn't do the math though. I was like, I just kept, I just kept, kept it moving. So that's that's a good point. Because three idiotas. I mean, oh, man, if this you thing priced, goes, dude, you priced it perfectly. I, I, that was really good pricing on your part. Oh, the three idiotas. It was like just enough. Just you enough couldn't to make it. get yeah, couldn't get yeah. everything on your call sheet. You can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. Well, once again, Jay Devlin, I appreciate you jumping on. Plug your ish. Are we are we back with mostly sports next week? We're back mostly sports next week. We're gonna have uh, so I did I filmed a little movie about a year and a half ago, and it just came out. Um, Stop. La- I did. So I filmed a, a movie called Gentleman's Fury. You can look it up. It's, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, stop the presses. How do you bury the lead? How do we not lead off this podcast with that shit? Are you serious? <laughs> hold, on, hold on. I'm, I'm IMDBing this shit now. Gentleman's Fury? This yeah, sounds a, perfect for you. It's a tennis movie. Um, you know, they found me from the radio show and hired me to play wow. a sportscaster on oh, the, wow, uh, in the movie. Good. <laughs> oh, wow. There it is. So Ben Sharples, who is the director, writer, star of the movie, super funny guy. Wow. Uh, Who's this guy? He looks familiar with a beard. Is that a comic or something? I think he's coming on the show too. So it's going to be okay. Ben and his buddy Jake. It takes Ed. balls to play. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a is this like a like a a, a mock tennis movie? Like it a, is. It's like an under. It's like an underground tennis club where they like play to the death. Wow. I love those balls. Balls, balls, balls. Wow. <laughs> these stills are awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. 
So, yeah, Monday, those guys will be on Mostly Sports on iHeartRadio, UVN Radio Live, 12 to 2 Pacific Standard Time. Then catch it on iTunes, all the rest, Stitcher, everywhere else. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Because it was an interesting experience because I am not a trained actor. And when I showed but up. But you have on, a headshot. It's out there, I've heard. It's out there when I showed up. I won't embarrass up. you on this pod. I won't put it on, 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 on tape for you. But, man, I, I've seen it. It's magnificent and I very – I appreciate it. <laughs> it is. It was. Uh, I think yeah, around nine, I had a, a beautiful roll neck sweater on. The hair was flowing. People call it my soap opera headshot. I look like I should be on like The Young and the Restless or something, which I don't think is a compliment. Um, <laughs> but I showed up on set and they completely. I had my my lines memorized. I was ready to go. I shot the uh, the teaser for him actually, like uh, about six months prior with another guy. So I had somebody to play off of. Well, they axed that guy's part and just brought me back to do it by myself. They changed hey, all man. my lines the minute I got on set. Hey, well, well, welcome to indie filmmaking, right? <laughs> a tough job, man. People give these actors a hard time that it's like, a t- it's, oh, they're just actors. They're, no, dude, it's a tough business, man. Oh, yeah. So, it was, yeah, it was cool. Fun experience. Craft service kind of sucked, but, you know, the rest of it was solid. You are a craft service uh, connoisseur, yes. as as per your show. Yeah, and actually, well, I, I'm gonna try to. I keep saying I'm gonna try to make it, but this week I am really, really gonna try. Damn, it. I want I want to listen to it in real time. I want to uh, kibitz with you guys and give you shit in the group chat or whatever. So, so I'm I'm definitely trying to check you guys out um, before I head out of town next week. But yes, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, go go to cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Send all your friends there the more people who play the more prize we can give away follow us on all of our social media our corporate blog is at medium.com slash at cinema draft subscribe rate like and comment on itunes and also subscribe on youtube for the video and or anywhere else you may get your podcast thanks everybody you know what to do it's the weekend wonder woman's out your captain underpants are on go see a movie or something